It's Sunshine's Becky Gazeal here. Yes, and don't worry. If you missed us, well, that's why you're here, to catch up on the good stuff. Please welcome to the show, it is Phil Ayres, helping us grow strong marriages. Now, before we get into it, Phil, uh, look, I spotted you on the weekend. I'm hoping you spotted me. Did you see my new haircut? Mate, you inspired me with your mullet. I was (laughs) was deeply, I had mullet envy. I had mullet envy. When I was, let me tell you a funny story. When I was a younger uh, minister, I was, because I've been in the ministry since I've been 23 and served Jesus since then, but... Uh, the 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 funny thing was my youth leader. We had this youth pastor called John Pierce, and him and his band wrote a song about my haircut called "I want to I want to get a mullet." And uh, so <laughs> you they had immortalized a mullet. my mullet. <laughs> I had a mullet. I mean, if they wrote a song about it, <laughs> For I mean... many years, many years. Oh, don't encourage him, please, Phil. He doesn't need mullet me. envy. Mullet envy. Yes. No. So <laughs> this is why I love but having I no you on. Have anything to. I used to have hair on the top, you know, great waves on top, but now I've just got the beach, so <laughs> <laughs> it's not the lift. <laughs> All right, let's get on in to your marriage <laughs> advice. Last time we touched on spouses, uh, but today yes. it's first things first. We're talking about having room for God in our marriages. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I, I thought this is really important because, like, um, last week was really about practical, how to create space and priority uh, to communicate with your spouse. But foundational to our marriage, and I'll just go back into a bit of our story. Uh, Our story was for the first two years of our marriage, Sue and I probably did everything we could to wreck the relationship. Um, Not because we intentionally decided to wreck it, but it's just we didn't know how to trust each other. We had very, very different family cultures, uh, different personalities, and we fought each other. And as soon as the honeymoon phase was over, where you know you're that infatuated stage, of, you know they can do no wrong. <laughs> yeah. It was like World War Three broke out and continued for two years in our relationship. And if it wasn't for God, uh, I, I honestly know we would not still be together. And I, I can remember two years in, we were exhausted. We had given up hope that we could build a great marriage or any sort of a marriage. And we were exhausted. And I remember laying on my bed this night. Sue had sort of been away and staying at a mother's for a week and had just come back and we, it was a cold atmosphere between us. And really she went away just to get a break because we, we're, not, we're not coping. And I remember in the bed this night laying down and we hadn't really spoken. I'd slayed the next one. I says, I, I don't know what you want from me. I... I've done, I'm doing and I've done the best I can, but I never feel like it's good enough. And, and I, I just, just was broken. And I remember she turned over to me and she said, well, you think that you've done everything you can. I, I feel exactly the same. And I, you know, there's so many expectations you have. And we just laid there silently feeling very, very broken. And I remember in that moment, we were just, just our hearts were open and we needed God's help. And I, I said, God, please help us. I'm supposed to be, and, and that time I was the youth pastor in the church. <laughs> I was supposed to be the guy, well, we used to call them youth leaders in those days, back in, you know, old school days. And <laughs> and I remember feeling like such a hypocrite because I couldn't put it together in this foundational area of my life. And I, you know, no one trains you for this stuff and no one prepares you well 
now we do, I think, a lot better than we used to. Uh, but I wasn't personally prepared for what I was going into in this life-changing experience and learning to work with another human being was very different to me. So I, I feel such a burden in my heart for everyone who's wrestling with these things. Not, you know, there shouldn't be any finger pointing or judgment pointing as to people aren't good enough because it's so challenging and traumatic and exhausting when you are in the midst of these, mm. this dynamic of trying to make your relationship work, but then you feel like you can't. Yeah. And Phil, you mentioned how you went through, you know, two years when you first got married. It was such a, such a struggle. So how did God yeah. uh, help you move past this? Well, on that night that I mentioned that we, we were laying there and, and when we called out to God, I, I, I'm not like a real touchy-feely, super spooky sort of person. <laughs> but on that night when we laid there, very broken, we tangibly experienced this sense of peace and like healing come into the room it was like this most amazing uh beautiful uh thing and it was out of out of that moment out of that experience we were then able to start to forgive each other and we started a journey from that night back in discovering who we both were but let me just give you a couple of quick things that i know took place on that night it wasn't just the incredible presence that we felt when we called out to Jesus uh, of his love and power. But he started us and started to change us. First thing that happened was God began to change and soften our hearts. We, we became, I noticed, open, far more open to hearing from each other and um, really willing to make changes. Uh, we also, uh, from that moment, started to get a sense of God's direction, guidance in how to deal with each other. We had strange things like people talking to us at the right moment about things they didn't know we were going through and God just came and, and encouraged us in strange ways and a lot to talk about with that and then the last thing was our hearts were regularly energized with a sense of love from that night I remember waking up in the morning and I had a deep sense of love and passion for my wife but it was different to what I had before I had a love for her like she was like a little girl it was it was like that innocent, beautiful love for her as a person, not an object of my desire. And so God did something. I love that verse in Ezekiel 36 that says, I'll give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you and goes on. I just want to say to everyone, it doesn't matter how far you think you are down the hole and how broken, God has the power to raise you back up if you trust him, if you open your heart to him and call out to his name. I know personally what it means to do that. And we've had that on a number of occasions where we've been very low and the Lord has just lifted our hearts up. And so I want to encourage you, my friends, if you're listening today, don't give up. Don't give up. Fight for what you've got because what you have got, you've made a covenant before God and he is with you if you'll let him be and if you'll trust him. That's, That's awesome. so encouraging, Phil. Phil, there will be people out there driving who are like, yeah, okay, you talk about this God and you say, surrender myself to this God, but what if I've never had a relationship with God previous to this? I'm stuck in this marriage. It's super, super hard. I don't know Jesus. What am I to do now? Okay, real simple. A, B, C. Are you ready? A, B, C. First is admit my need. God, I need you. And, I, and your own language and your own words God hears the heart. He doesn't just hear the words, but admit you need. Number two, B is believe that God has the power to 
touch your life, to heal you. Believe in what God did for you when Jesus died on the cross. The cross was a wonderful encountering moment where Jesus came and died for our sins, paid the price. He's our redeemer. And he can bring us back out of the slavery of our pain, the slavery of our hurt, our anger, and he can bring us back into freedom. And the last thing is commit commit yourself to God. Commit your way to the Lord and trust him in all that you do. And so it's A, admit. B is believe in what God can do. And C is commit your way. And I believe that as we did, if you trust God and you'll open your heart to Jesus Christ, his power will invite your life and in ways that you that you receive, but in ways that you also don't expect in an incredible miracle of a life that's changed. Oh, awesome. Phil, thank you so much for helping us grow strong marriages. Phil is from Kingdom City. Thank you so much, Phil is. Thanks, Phil. And if you miss any of this chat, you can go online at sunshine.com.au. Thank you, and we'll catch you again in a fortnight. We really hope you enjoyed that chat. It has been Sunshine's Beck and Jazeel. I think I enjoyed it more the second time. It was good. Left a nice taste in my mouth. We'll see you from three.